Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Lot Harris, your host, brought to you by the Sports Drink. All right, guys. It's Tuesday. Tomorrow, well, the ACC tournament starts today, but tomorrow Pit plays. As we'll get into that in a minute, but there's some other pit-related stuff that's happened in terms of hoops. Uh, for instance, Lance White was relieved of his duties as pit women's head coach. He... Um, He was brought in at the same time Jeff Capel was brought in. I like both hires, you know, because Capel obviously brought ACC pedigree. And, of course, the guy could recruit, but when you leave Duke, it's a little different recruiting, you know, somewhere else than Duke. Now, as for uh, Lance White, he was a long-time associate head coach at FSU. It's, you know, obviously, I liked what he um, gave. He brought a lot of energy to the program, a lot of positive energy, especially since, uh, you know, things fell out with Susan McConnell Serio, which I, I thought was a good hire at that time because she was a really good head coach at Oakland Catholic. Had some really good teams. She coached Duquesne, and she was really good. And, you know, they did get to the tournament with Susie, but then things fell really south. And she was coached under Renee Portland at Penn State. And I was told that basically, at least what I read, that whatever type of coaching she did, she tried to mirror Renee, and obviously, with, in today's world, it just doesn't work. Lance brought, her, brought them a lot of great energy. As I saw an article by Dominic Campbell, I believe. Let me see here. He talked about Lance. I mean, he he writes for Pittsburgh Sports now. He wrote about the. Um, You know, when Lance came here, he brought he. I mean, he kept Susie's players, which maybe maybe that was the first issue. Because if you're doing a total rebuild, you may want to. I mean, if these players aren't going to work for you, you know, you may want to tell some of them to move on. You know, you can't please everybody. I guess maybe he tried to do that early on. Then COVID hit which took a toll on recruiting. It seemed like he was bringing some good players, but it just wasn't... It didn't 
give reason for optimism on the court. Now they now they did have had that upset win over Notre Dame, and I had high hopes for them coming into this uh, you know this season. I didn't think they were. I didn't think they would make the tournament, but I thought there would there would be something there to give us some sort of optimism for the future. Once conference play started, this team just took a nosedive, and even even Lance himself, you know, he's usually not big person. You know, he started to waver as well, and it's at the end of the day, it was you know this was part of the well, it's not probably it's the right decision to make. Great guy, I mean, did all he could. It just, it just didn't, we just didn't get the results. I remember somebody telling me that Agnes Baranato was the hardest working person in the Pitts Athletic Department. And I can see why. She put a lot of time and energy into, um, You know, getting this pr- program off the ground. They went to the NCAA tournament twice. Has some good players in the process. You know, Shavanti DeSellis went to the WNBA. That was one. I think Mercedes Walker, I don't know if she spent time in the W. I I mean, she, I think she, let's see. I'll have to look her up. But I remember she was, um, I don't think she ever made it though. Let me see. Let's look at her stats. No, she didn't. It doesn't look like she ever made it. I mean, she was, in, you know. I think at one time she was a prospect. I mean, yeah, she was actually. Yep, she was actually. Um, she was actually on the Houston Comets. The Houston Comets were a really good WME franchise at one time. They won, I think, four. They won the first four championships. Then they eventually would fold. But then they had, you know, they did have a commit from her, from her sister, Markel Walker, who ended up decommitting and going to UCLA. That was the first ball to drop, and then of course they lose Pepper Wilson and a bunch of other players as well. And you know that program could not could not afford to lose a whole recruiting class, and they did. And eventually, Agnes's tenure ended as well. You know, it just I'm not sure where Pitt go, you know where Pitt goes from here, but I think their next hire. Has to be an obviously a head coach this time. Has to be some, you know, whether it's mid major or whatnot, just somebody because, you know, when Lance got let go, I felt that maybe they should just hire a high school coach or whoever and just let the program go in autopilot because it's never going to get any better. But they have to do something. Given that they're in the ACC, they gotta do something. They have to get that. They have to get that program going somewhere somehow. You know, they. I mean, all their sports have to be competitive in some way. They've. You saw that with the soccer programs, women's volleyball, obviously. 
Uh, baseball and softball haven't really done much. I mean, they've you know, the jury's on their on those current coaches. I mean, the Pitt women softball went to a uh, NCAA tournament, and then, then the coach left, and they probably should have kept that coach. So, just a lot there. Uh, Pitt men's conclude their season. Uh, they went from they went from possibly winning the ACC to now a fifth seed in the ACC tournament. Obviously, you would have loved for them to finish finish that off and get a share of the title. They had two opportunities to do it. They lost at Notre Dame and in a really bad Notre Dame team at that. It was Mike Bray's last game at home, so obviously that was going to be a tough one to win. It doesn't help when you fall down 14 at the half. I mean, this team obviously can't afford to be down double digits at the half and try to come back. They tried, though. I give them credit for that. It just Things just didn't go their way. Then Miami, it seemed like every bounce went Miami's way. On top of that, they got out-rebounded, and you can't, you can't afford to do that. They got out-rebounded and out-hustled in that game. In the end, though, they did have a um, a chance to win it. I was frustrated with that because I thought they should win for the two and try to get overtime. But rewatching that last sequence and how things were set up, there was no way in hell they were going to get to that basket in that time frame. So Blake Hinson's shot they threw up. Probably was their best chance. And he almost knocked it down. And Pitt obviously fell down. And I felt like it ended. I felt like the season ended the way the 2009 Pitt football season ended. Where they had two opportunities to clinch the Big East. You know, they lose to West Virginia, which was a head scratcher. And then, you know, it's, oh, we just got to beat Cincinnati and we're, we're good. And we people forget that we lost that game last year to them. Twenty to four, I think it was twenty twenty one. I believe. Yep, they fell behind twenty to seven. And yep, Pitt lost that game as well. We went from a BCS bowl to possibly playing Tim Tebow and the Gators to that uh, Continental Tire Bowl against North Carolina. But that final game is against Miami. I mean, Federico and Greg Elliott didn't have much production, and despite that, they still had a chance at the end because they need they needed something out of those two guys and just couldn't get it. And it seemed like every time they were clawing back, Miami would knock down a three or whatever. I mean, that's been a big issue the last, especially the last two games, has been Pitt's defense. It just hasn't been what it was. I mean, these guys could be tired as well. They could be worn out. It's, it's a long season. The rotation isn't much. I mean, that's one thing I say about Lance White that Dominic Campbell points out is that Lance was subbing out five five players at a time, and you can't if you can't really get good get good, good chemistry that way when you do that. Pitt obviously had no choice because because of, of the roster. They're not really deep. But as the game ended, Jeff Capel made the decision to not let his players talk to the media. 
which upset some people in the media. Uh, Ellen Saunders, one person, like it, he called it a slap in the face. I have no issues with Alan. I, I I like his work. He's he's you know he's a very interactive person on Twitter as well. I mean whether you, whether you agree with him or not, he's going to give you what he feels. He's not going to insult your intelligence. He's just telling you <laughs> this this is how you know this is my reasoning. Uh, I think at the end of the day, this was Jeff Capel's decision to make. He probably came in that locker room. Probably saw these guys were pissed off probably weren't happy and was like, yeah, you know what? Let's just get back on the road. Let's just get back on the plane and get home and just, you know, and just clear our heads. So, I mean, I don't think, I don't think Capel was doing it to play head games in the media that like some coaches do or out of pettiness. I just think he, he saw how they were and just said, you know what? Yeah, let's not do this. Let's just, Let's uh, let's let's let me answer my questions and whatnot, and let's get home. let's go home. And the players did have a players only meeting, and obviously it was positive. And one person in particular said he doesn't, you know, he feels it doesn't change their mindset. But it, but it was a meeting that had to happen. I just hope that mindset is good. And it's just you know they're pissed off because you know they could have could have won the title. And that was their goal, and it just it didn't happen. But they got the they got the ACC tournament right, you know, coming up. I mean, tomorrow they they played a winner, Florida State and Georgia Tech. Neither team is going to be easy. The games here on out aren't going to be easy, but they're obviously still kind of on the bubble. Some some have them in, some don't. But uh, you don't want to leave. You know, you don't want to create cast any doubt to the committee, especially when you lost your last three road games, which was Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, and and Miami. Virginia Tech and Miami, I mean, Virginia Tech, very very mediocre team. Same with Notre Dame, very bad team. You you lose those two games. You you know, those are games you can't afford to lose. I mean, if they win those two, and then maybe they lose that close one to Miami that – they're not, you know, there's no doubt. I mean, there's no concern. But you want to get this tournament win so you're not creating any more concern because you don't know what's going to happen, you know, in championship week. But um, this pit team was picked to finish near the bottom of the ACC early in the year. And as the season went on, I really wasn't crazy about how, how they looked. I mean, they got blown up by Michigan and West Virginia. They lost a they lost a heartbreaker to VCU, and their non conference. There were games where they were just, I don't know if they were lethargic, but then second half they would they would turn it up. But the way they played in that non conference, it left me a lot of doubt that they were going to be anything good when conference play began. But then they beat Northwestern, they beat NC State, and then they just they just rolled after that. I mean, they they were picked to finish again near the bottom, and they almost won the conference title. So I mean, there's 
you know, I definitely tip my hat to to that to that program, I, that team. Jeff Capel, I tip my hat to those guys. I mean, they they did win a lot of close games, but the, at the end of the day, they they won them. And that's all that matters. They, I mean, they they found ways to win games, and that's the thing that you can say about this team is they, is you can't really count them out because they're always going to try to find a way to come back or find a way to give themselves a chance, you know, to get in the W column. As far as the awards go, Jeff Capel won ACC Coach of the Year, which was a no-brainer. Um, he had a hell of a year. Can't go wrong with that. I mean, it was an obvious choice. Uh, Jamaris Burton, first team all ACC. Blake Henson, second team. So, that's all good stuff. I mean, they had, you know, Nelly, Nelly Cummings had a great year. A lot of guys just stepped in. Federico, Greg Elliott. So there's, you know. But let's look at the rest of these because uh, Christopher Carr posts them all. Let's see, Nike, Nike Sabani, sixth man of the year. Federico most improved. And, and Thurkin Burton, all defense. I mean, that's, you know, that's, I mean, they've overall they had a hell of a year. I mean, if you look at it. It's the total body of work, I mean. You can take whatever parts of the season you want, but overall, Pitt Hoops had a really good year. I mean, I think this team went 20 games. I thought people were on, you know, were on drugs, but I want whatever, whatever, they're, whatever they're on. I want, <clears throat> I want them too because maybe I, w- I would think a little more clearer. Regardless, oh, and all this is really all I have left for today. Um, just all, it's basically pit hoops, women's and men's, women still needs work. The men's program, hell of a year. And, you know, they got the ACC tournament to go yet. And possibly March Madness. So, I mean, a lot to feel good about. And, you know, it's, it's just, I mean, yeah, it sucks. To, <clears throat> I was pretty pissed when they lost the Miami game and, but they have plenty of basketball left to play. It's just up to them. So I'm done here, guys. Hell to pit.